What do you see as the meaning of the term revolutionary? Well, there's no single simple meaning of the term revolutionary. A revolutionary is a man or a woman who is a lot of things. But basically, the revolutionary wants to change the nature of society in a way to promote a world where the needs and interests of the people are responded to. I want to dedicate this joint right here to Jonathan Jackson and George Jackson. Peace to those brothers. I want to shout out my man Sharon the Worm. 80 years. Come on, nigga. American flag and sent three cracker Nazis to hell and I'm sad. Uh, I'm loading tips in my mag. Hello and welcome to the Burn Down Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Hezekiah, along with my friend, Olivia Seaman. Say hello, Liv. Hello. Today we're going to be talking to Ange. Ange, would you tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are and where you're from? Sure. Uh, my name is Angelica Gustafson. I go by Ange or Angie. Um, I'm from Perry County, like live, uh, you know, small rural area. Um, I used to think that I was a Democrat, and then I thought I was a bleeding, bleeding heart liberal. From listening to your podcast, I've learned that I am in fact a leftist, and I'm not even really sure exactly what a bleeding heart liberal is. But it sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 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 funny you say that because like yeah, like I said before, I was talking to this guy on Twitter. I'm back on Twitter. I'm arguing on Twitter because I love arguing. <laughs> um, this guy is telling me that he's voting for Joe Biden, and I said, okay, so am I. That's whatever like mm-hmm. it's fine right. I don't care and he goes well I'm voting for Joe Biden because I think we can move Joe Biden to the left and I'm like what <laughs> like, what I said what makes you think we we can do that and he goes well I'm a leftist too and I, I feel like he's already appealed to us and I'm like how like what, what the hell like what the hell are yeah. you talking about yeah. He's telling me about all this shit that like most liberals say and I'm like, you might not be a leftist, man, you might still be a liberal. <laughs> if you if you believe that Joe Biden can be moved to like I'm not voting for Joe Biden for policy. I'm just not. Like no. no I'm voting for Joe Biden to get Trump out of office. That's it. And then that's that's good enough for me. <laughs> whatever, whatever happens with Joe Biden, I don't even think he's gonna last that long. Yeah, no. But don't, if you're a liberal, don't try to rat, don't try to rationalize voting for Joe Biden. <laughs> like it's not gonna work. Like she just, just shut the fuck up. Like I know, <laughs> right? I know what I'm voting for Joe Biden for. Like I'm, I know. Like you don't have to try to sell me on his progress, his progressivism. Like no. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. 
Yeah, and you have to put sprinkles on the shit cake. Yeah, yeah, you really don't. Like, I'm, <laughs> I was already, I'm already eating this shit sandwich. It's <laughs> I was <laughs> telling uh, Olivia how I got an invite to, um, it was like a Pennsylvania women for Biden and Harris. And I was like, well, you know, I'm not really for it. Mm. I'm going to do it but I'm not really for it. I was like, yeah. but I'm going to join this group because I want to see what these women are for. Mm-hmm. And therefore, putting signs in their yard. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and like, <laughs> showing off their signs on their fancy porches is pretty much what this whole group is. Like, yeah. there's no real talk going on. Um, they have, they just hate Trump, which I guess is, is enough yeah. at this point. But, um, like, how are they going to color code their moms to the right. sign, colors in the sign? Yeah. That's what I'm yeah. saying. harvest time. <laughs> right. No, uh, but the thing, the thing, this guy was really trying to, like, sell Biden as some kind of, like, he's moving to, like, he used an example, uh, he said that, uh, he's a gay man, and since the Biden's, uh, Biden moved to the left on supporting gay marriage. And I was like, okay, dude, but I mean, his donors don't care about shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It don't take it don't take nothing for you for you to be okay on social issues. But yeah. the economic issues is what the real problems are now. Like we need fucking healthcare. Yeah. You know what I mean? He he don't want to do that because he's funded by insurance companies he's not gonna he's not gonna do that so like he's telling me that well he he wants a public option i was like actually no he doesn't want a public option he said he did but if you look at his platform now he he just recently took the public option out of his platform so now he don't even want that anymore yeah so like there's nothing there's nothing for the left voting for joe biden like as a leftist I'm not voting for Joe Biden as a leftist. I'm, that's just, it's just, I'm black and I live in America. That's the only reason why I'm voting for Joe Biden. That's that's it. Yep. Yeah. It's a. Uh, I mean, we have two sides of the same coin. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel about it. And it's just like well, heads is lucky and tails isn't. So I'm gonna vote for heads. Like I'm gonna call heads and see what happens. Mm-hmm. And then like I'm not campaigning for Joe Biden. I don't. I don't care what other leftists do. Like, I'm not gonna say I don't care. I'm just saying I don't mind. Like, if you don't, if you're a leftist and you don't want to vote for Joe Biden, yo, I don't blame you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, like, what can I do? Like, and then there was this other guy. Liv saw the tweet yesterday. He was he was uh, saying it's my responsibility to get other leftists to vote for Joe Biden. I'm like, no, that's Joe Biden's responsibility. Yeah. I ain't got nothing to do with that. Like, if yeah. they don't want to vote for Joe Biden because he's not catering to them, yo, that's Joe Biden's fault. That ain't got shit to do with me. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Why? Why I got a campaign for Joe Biden? I'm not getting paid for that. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly, you're not getting paid for that. What the fuck yeah. is Joe Biden doing for you that you're going to drive you to that fucking point? Exactly. And then these people are telling you why they not voting for Joe Biden. You oh. should probably listen to them. Yeah. If you're not really willing to listen to reasons why they why people don't vote for Democrats, then you're not willing to, 
willing to to change. You know what I mean? You just want people to vote for you for no reason. And I mean that's 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 how we got Trump in the first place. Yeah, I'm 42 and I didn't vote until I was 38. Like I didn't vote until this election. Where you know, um, I I mostly because I I really was of the mind, you know, that my vote didn't matter. And I can't I can't say that I still feel like it does, but I'm also like not willing to take the chance anymore that it doesn't. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but just the way the way we count our votes and the gerrymandering and all the sh- corrupt shit that goes on there, you know, mm-hmm. um, it's I, I I don't feel like we have any say, um, but I also feel again like I said I'm not willing to risk it. Like if if by chance I do. <laughs> then I want to make sure that I tried at least, you know. Yeah, I mean that's that's how I feel about it. Like, like Liv and I talked about before how we both voted for Jill Stein last time with the assumption that Hillary would win. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, I yeah. don't want to make that assumption this time. So you know, yeah. I'm just I mean, gonna, yeah, I'm just gonna I voted my for Hillary. Yeah, I, you know, I was gonna write in, I was gonna write in Bernie and mm-hmm. um. I had two like last minute thoughts when I was voting and one was okay if this vote is going to count if I write in Bernie am I throwing it away mm-hmm. and my second thought was I don't know how to spell Tulsi Gabbard right and if I I, knew it, I didn't spell it right like it wouldn't count and I'm like that's bullshit like who else's name am I trying to spell you know? <laughs> like, and so like it was like the 13th hour and I was like ooh Hillary watching watching the polls come in and like like this wave of emotions and like literally like being in tears when I was like, "Fucking Donald Trump is our president." <laughs> right? Like, is this real life? You know, and like my family is pretty uh, conservative. Even you know, like yeah. my brother and his wife, and his his wife is Mexican. Like, they have two brown babies, and they're Trump supporters. The last I talked to them about it, I haven't talked. We just don't talk about it anymore. But I'm just like what the hell is like you know <laughs> I, I don't understand it you know I just I, I, I don't understand it um just like on a moral level like how how you can stand behind that and I, I have been in positions in my life like we all have where you know you do something and it's not right or whatever and um somebody corrects you or you learn that what you did is wrong and it is it's hard it can be really hard to like come to terms with that yeah but it's also like pretty refreshing when you do because then you can really start to come to terms with a lot of things that maybe you thought were wrong I mean I think maybe even up until five years ago I I was a Democrat with with some conservative views like you know, I thought, like, you, you get what you work for in this life, and blah, 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 and, you know. Don't stress. 
Yeah, right. Yeah, you know, because like I'm currently a small business owner in a little salon, but um, you know, I I thought like you know I'm a high school dropout. You know, I was kicked out of my parents' house when I was a teenager, and look what I have. You know, and I'm like, it's it's not a lot. It's just a fucking basic, honest living, but. You know, I was under that mindset of like I worked really hard and I have things, and you know, I just thought everybody should do that. Yeah. Um. And I, I think I don't think that way anymore because it's not easy to just do that. Mm-hmm. You know. Um. I, I think the entire world having access to the same resources is where things need to be and you know if we all have the same resources some people will still live in mansions and Mm -hmm. some people will still live in shacks by the river it's what you put your time and your if you all have the same resources can put your time and your energy into the things that you want and live the life you want but when the resources are not fairly divided then some people can't ever have even the littlest just yeah. molecule of what they would like to have in life and that's not right mm. yeah it's the reason why we have the system we have now um people always wonder why you know people don't don't either don't vote or they vote against their interests i mean who's who's looking out for these people you know what i mean a lot of people have just given up and then you got the trump supporter who who has totally given up on the system and now they want to see every everybody who ever told them that they don't work they're not worth anything they want to see them hurt mm-hmm. so that's why they support trump well you know they tell they say it's owning the libs you know what i mean like i, I read an article the other day uh what is what does it mean to be a Republican in 2020? Their, their entire platform, this is the gist of the article, the entire platform has been thrown out. The only thing on a platform right now is this, the complete support of Donald Trump. That's it. Oh my they don't, God. They don't have, they, they're not running on anything else. The entire party platform right now it's the complete support of Donald Trump. That's it. If you go to the, the RNC website, Trump, Trump, Trump. That's all they're talking about. Oh, my God. They don't have no plans. They don't have no policies. Nothing. It's just Trump is great. Vote for Trump. Don't vote for the socialists. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. Yeah. That's the only thing they're doing there. And, you know, that's the only reason why people are supporting them. They just love. They just love Trump. It ain't got nothing to do with it. Like you ask Trump supporters, why are you supporting Trump? They don't have any any clear answer for. You. I'm sure he's not. not. Yeah, he's not doing anything. They don't know. Yeah, they're I mean, just to stick to their guns now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's because I don't, I don't, I don't like the libs. That's the only reason why they're doing it because I hate liberals. That's the main answer you'll get. Yeah. And what the fuck is that, too? Because, like, I, I remember, like, the last job I had, I was, I was, like, working in a machine shop, and I was talking to this guy that was 
that I worked with, and he was like, you know, I don't, I don't really approve of Trump, like, I don't really like him, but I truly believe that because he's a billionaire, and he took this job, he's not making as much money, he's doing this because he loves America, and I'm like, what the fuck is being shoved down your gullet that you think that's fucking true? Yeah. I mean, yeah, like that. I mean, I mean yeah. first of all, first of all, he's making more money than he ever made before. Like, I, yeah, he might not be making it legally, mm-hmm. but he's making more money than he ever made before. Everything he does as president is in his best interest for his company. Exactly. Oh yeah. Like he's bro- broken so many fucking. Laws and, and like he's he. I read this story recently. He's pocketing campaign money. They're not, yeah, they're not doing shit about it because the Democrats have no fucking backbone. Do you uh-huh. think? I mean, at, at some point, if you know all goes well, at some point Donald Trump won't be our president. Like, do you think they're just gonna like throw his ass in jail? Like, uh, like. I don't think he's done. Gonna come back. I don't think he'll he'll uh he'll face any federal charges because I don't think Donald Trump. Yeah, he'll he'll get pardoned by the next president. Uh, Well, he'll reflect badly on our government, like president. Yeah, yeah, facing federal charges. Yeah, but he he won't be able to escape the state of New York. Yeah. I mean, unless the governor there pardons him, and I, I, I don't. I mean, I don't know. Would, would Chris, would Cuomo do that? I, I have no clue. Mm, yeah. I don't know anything about Cuomo other than I don't like him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. I'm fucking know. Does he like Donald Trump? I don't know. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure he knows him. They all hang, they all hung out together. So I'm yeah. pretty sure the Cuomos know the Trumps. Pretty sure. But I mean, I don't know if he'll pardon him or not. I have no clue. But he'll if he if he don't go to jail from from federal charges, he'll definitely go to jail for state charges. <clears throat> Insane. Just sitting there in office trying not to go to jail. Yeah, I, I mean, and at this point, man, I I, <sighs> I think Trump's gonna win re-election. Uh, really? Yeah. Right. Like, I. I've been thinking about this for the past couple of weeks. I just haven't talked about it. But um, if you look at the polls, it's yeah. it's kind of giving me 2016 vibe. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, he's not really ahead in any of the swing states. He's not really campaigning anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, he's hiding in his basement in Delaware. Like, he's not really, he's not really campaigning in, in states that Hillary lost. Mm-hmm. And the reason why she lost is because she didn't campaign in those states either. Mm. Oh, yeah. Uh. Yeah, I heard, like, but, like, Hillary barely lost, like, Pennsylvania. I, mean, I don't know. Like, I, I don't... I, if Trump wins, it's going to be a failure of the left to some extent, right? Like, I mean, I, I, I kind of feel like we're all just voting for not Trump. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Biden. I mean, I mean, it, it'll be a failure of the Democrats. I don't know about the left. 
Because I'm. Oh gonna, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We were actually gonna show up for Bernie. You know what I mean? But yeah. They're they're hell bent. The Democrats are hell bent on getting that five percent of Republicans to vote for them, and it's like. Okay, but that's not a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're alienating. You're alienating the progressive left. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of those people aren't gonna either. They're not gonna vote, or they're gonna vote third party. And I can't say I blame them, cause like, what are what are they getting out of out of voting for Joe Biden? Maybe some peace of mind that Trump won't be in office anymore. But I mean, their lives are still gonna be the same. Yeah. Yeah. And then a lot of these people, you know, they're they're white working class, so I mean it's not gonna affect them either way. And I'm sorry to say that. I don't mean to say they don't care about people of color, but I mean that's not that's not what I wanna I wanna focus on. I'm like if you're not trying to improve these people's lives at all, mm-hmm. why the hell would they vote for you? Right. Yeah, you can't I mean at the end of the day, you need to feel good about your vote. Yeah. And you know, um, in uh, in Perry County, you know, like uh, like Jay, you've been up here, like it's it's rural, it's fucking red. There's every every other house has like a Trump sign up. Like one of my questions for Angie is like, um, why is Angie not having a Trump sign in her yard? <laughs> um. I mean, I, I don't have any signs in my yard. Um, yeah. So, but well, you live on the side of the mountain. So yeah, I do. Nobody <laughs> would see it anyhow. But um, I, I, I mean, I, I don't even know like why. I mean, there's a lot of different like life experiences I have that I guess like brought me to this point. I mean, my school when I was a kid. We had, um, there was a family that um, always had like a steady rotation of foster kids. They tended to be um, usually girls around my age. So they were always Puerto Rican, Hispanic, whatever. I always ended up being friends with those girls. Um, We had one mixed race family in my school. Like my brother was in class with the one child I was in with the other and the other two were just grades apart from us we spent a lot of time with them um but I also grew up because of what we're taught in school like thinking like you know racism was over so like it was just a and maybe like a it was just a non-issue to me um because I thought it was over you know (laughs) um then I feel like I'm rambling. Well, here. you were um, in like a like a poor white community. Yeah, yeah. They're like I was saying to live. Like there's two parts of the town of Newport where when you're where when you live, they're the poor parts of town. And yeah, I lived at I lived in one of those parts of town, um, and my friends were from that part of town or from the other part of town that was where the poor kids. You know, that's what you do guys have the same stuff so <laughs> you know but y'all eat whatever deer meat for dinner yeah <laughs> roadkill deer meat let me add that yeah um but 
I, my parents are pretty conservative. They were never, um, I, I wouldn't consider them any more racist than any person, white person who thinks they're not racist is, um, if that makes sense to you, you know. That um, makes perfect sense to me. But my uncle was <laughs> terribly racist. Um, and, you know, I just remember them. You know, it would be lots of get-togethers at our in our family. And um, my uncles were simultaneously screaming quotes and things from the Bible at each other while, like, using slanderous names for, like, minority people. You know, and I remember, like, it was always full of contention and anger. And they, they loved it, though. They, like, they were having the time of their life being angry and being angry at everybody. Um, and, like I said, simultaneously discussing their interpretations of the Bible, which, so I'm sure on some level that shaped me in a way to not want to have any kind of involvement or be any part of anything like that. Um, um, I just... I just think it's so interesting when our county is so fucking red and so fucking, like, actively, like, like pro-racist and, like, doesn't believe that a white person, uh, that thinks that, like, black people are racist against white people. Like, I'm just wondering why there's young millennial women and there's young women and women in this shithole they're like oh yeah i agree with that uh racist fuck at the barbecue that's being a shitbag and beats me or you know is fucking you know sexually harassing me oh yeah that happens all the time like i see people like he's got the answer agreeing right? like women my my age younger older like just kind of like agreeing with men on their views because they enjoy like that fleeting positive attention they get from giving them positive attention and it's just like do you feel that way? do you really feel that way do you even know how you feel like winning their favor yeah like, oh like, yeah have you even considered how you might feel <laughs> like yeah well, well i, I want to ask like there's a lot of people who i've met from your area who don't feel that way and i want to know how they broke away from that because, I mean, I know that can be hard. I broke away from, you know, being homophobic and, and you know what I mean, being misogynistic as in, in, you know, a black neighborhood, as black people can be misogynistic and homophobic. I, I, bro I broke away from that. Yeah. And I, I know it's hard. So how, how do you, I how do you navigate getting around that? You I know? know a lot of those people that you're talking about. Mm -hmm. um, some a little better than others, but... Um, I think um, there is and always has been a small part of our community um, through our arts programs and things like that um, that have always um, tried really hard to um, bring different cultural things into our community however they can, be it through music, dance, art, things like that. and. Um, Manifesting an appreciation for yeah, it. me personally, and I don't want to speak for those other people, but um, I think we all have a love of things that are different than us. Like, right. eh, like 
you know, a desire to see it and hear it and taste it and feel it and be a part of something that's different than us, especially growing up in an area where everybody's the same, mm. you know, um, you know, not a wealthy area. Like our parents weren't like carting us off to like Europe on vacation. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, we got those things. We, we attached to them anywhere we could. And, um, you know, there is a small group and it's growing, I think. And the, there's more people moving into the community, um, the county, not all over the county, but like Newport definitely is uh, doing a good job at um, being less white. Yeah, yeah, they're trying to be, yeah. Trying. Um, <laughs> I said I um, was talking to a couple of my girlfriends and we decided we're going to do um, uh, once a month we're going to try and get together and do a um, go into Harrisburg and have like a black business support day where like and all and all the money we spend that day like we're gonna go treat ourselves to some food and some shopping and different things like that and we're just all that money is going in the black community you know because those things are important like you know like I said you know I listen to the music I like the food I like the clothes I like you know of all these different cultures and it's important to me to do what I can to keep them here you know fuck McDonald's like I want I want barbecue you know like yeah. um so and that's just a group of people that I went to high school with so um but do you think that one of the reasons that you um, move to the point where you are now is so, like, is there frustration or something, uh, personal things with, like, this, like, white kind of, like, I mean, I'll call it, like, Perry County white redneck hillbilly culture that you were dissatisfied with. You're like, no, nah, this isn't, this doesn't frame or shape the world for me. This is not all there is. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't, definitely. I don't want them and, to. You know, <laughs> I, I like, I like, um, I like being a country girl. I like being a hillbilly or whatever a little, but I, I like to juxtaposition who I am. Like, I like things on both ends of the scale. Um, and, sorry, I lost track. Of but it's like a less rich world if you just stick to Yeah, and you know, it's also like, know. you know, I, I live at the um, base of one of the Appalachian mountains. And, um, I, so I love Appalachia and you know Appalachia is black folks and white folks living in the same conditions having you know working for like coal companies and living in shacks and tr just trying to get by and it's you know they were brought together by their lack of the same resources and mm -hmm. you know all that stuff like the stuff that um, can find in common is really important to me um, and you know just trying to find more of that is kind of where I'm at right now you know and mm -hmm. you, you mentioned your family was uh, was like they went 
they were religious, correct? Like your family was religious? Um, yeah, like I grew up in a brethren church with my mom and dad. Um, mm -hmm. so I was about maybe between eight and ten, somewhere in there. And um, brethren's pretty strict, right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty much goes like Amish Mennonite brethren. Like I wore like a little head covering thing, not a bonnet, but like a little head covering thing, that kind of stuff. But my uncles were. Um, there's a lot of mental illness there, um, but they were like addicted to the Bible kind of thing. Like they didn't go to church or anything, but they read that Bible and they interpreted it. And you know what I mean? There was they they were obsessed with it in a in a scary way. Mm. Um, and like, I, I never liked from it. Yeah, yeah. And I never, I never liked going, I, like, I remember sitting in Sunday school and, you know, the Sunday school teacher being like, where's God live? And I, like, remember, like, I don't, I was in elementary school, maybe kindergarten or first grade, and I remember, like, pointing up and rolling my eyes, like, in the sky. <laughs> I, I fucking guess. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, what do you mean? Like, I don't even believe in this shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that's what I was trying to get to. Uh, I was going to ask, are you, are you religious now? But I think I got my answer. Yeah, right. no, no, not at all. <laughs> not at all. I think um, religion is a terrible, terrible tool for destruction and segregation and separation. And I mean, all of our wars are religious wars. They, you know, they're... they're yeah, pretty much. Huh? You know, war, and which I think God's on their fucking side. I, I, yeah. nothing irks. Well, okay, things do irk me more than this. But one of my huge things is, you know, when I see these people, like they want to take God out of the Pledge of Allegiance. I'm like, I don't know. Let's just take the whole Pledge of Allegiance out of the Pledge of Allegiance. Yeah. 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 Also, yeah. like maybe uh not like how hard is it to for you to not understand that not everybody worships the same gods, gods or, or deities God. or practices the same religion like I, and i feel like you know christians can be the worst at that like they're like you're wrong you're wrong when in fact if you break it all down it's all the same thing, anyhow. Yeah, it's all the same shit. Yeah, I believe exactly. in the same shit. Yeah, it's just a, it's a, like, it's a tool to help guide you. Like, I am, I am not a Christian, and normally I wouldn't, like, say something like this, but I also don't think of it as bragging. Like, I, all three of us are more fucking Christ-like than any Christian we know. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, it's just, um, just having compassion for people and yeah. I is, mean, treating people how you want to be treated is yeah. basically the theme of every religion I've ever read about or studied. It's the theme of every single one, and then they kill each other over it. Like, I, I have well, no yeah. I, 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 like, I really don't understand it. And I mean, believe in the same shit proven through time like christianity has been used to control people it's how they control the masses it's like the forefront of colonization you know yeah. like christianity here's yeah here's our god we'll he's, your god. he's the god of the yeah. <laughs> yeah 
Ooh, uh, black Christians. Listen, I don't know what y'all know about the black church, but there's two things about the black church. The black church can be an empowering thing. It's, you know, Martin Luther King, you know, some of our greatest leaders have come out of the church. Right. But on the other hand, people don't want to don't want to admit that that slavery was a big the big thing about slavery they used Christianity to control the slaves and and a lot of us when we were when we were freed from slavery took the religion with us and we don't want to admit it you know what I mean <laughs> like it's yeah, not I, our religion it was forced upon us yeah exactly yeah the the fucking colonizers religion like mm-hmm. exactly this the slave owners religion mm, yeah i'm constantly um that's i'm really concerned and troubled when i see somebody who's not white that's a christian i'm like mm-hmm. i who did this to you like because <laughs> like, i would I don't mind talking about religion. Um, a girlfriend of mine is, she is, she is very religious, mm-hmm. but she also is a leftist. She's a Black Lives Matter activist. She mm-hmm. hates the fucking current state of the church um, and the things that they do and, you know, just hoarding money. And now, yeah. well, even in my little end of the county, there's this church that went from this little like podunk building to now it looks like the goddamn Jehovah's Witnesses are ready to move in. It's like a Kingdom Hall. Yeah. And I'm like Yeah, we we got church, we got churches in Philly. Sorry. Excuse no, me. I'm just like, is that what you were supposed to do with that money? Mm-hmm, yeah. Like you know I yeah. I think we have it wrong, like Yeah, we, we got churches in Philly that look like fucking stadiums. Yeah. And they got campuses and basketball courts and, and, yeah, and it's just another way to where like there's driving a BMW, like what the hell like what the hell y'all doing with all that money? It's right. that, it's that same it's the same like displaced millionaire mm-hmm. like syndrome. They're like, Oh, you know, if I attend to this fancy church and our fancy clothes with our fancy pocketbooks and you know in our fancy cars someday we'll have god will give us everything he's given our preacher and i yeah. thought hey, you've given everything you yeah that's, that's the Your thing has paid for all that's of that's the thing i uh i uh i recently posted on facebook that the black church has gone from salvation to prosperity god yeah. What prosperity gospel is is it's uh, if you join my religion, you can be as blessed as I am. Yeah, right. It's like a pyramid scheme, and they're just yeah. waiting, waiting, oh, yeah, waiting to get yes. there, waiting to be the one out of a hundred people who gets the fucking pink Cadillac that says Mary King mm-hmm. down the side. You know, except they'll say Jesus Christ bought me this. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, if you if you believe in Jesus, you you. You'll uh, be as rich as me. You know what I mean? Right. And, like, I know one of the things that I think is interesting. So, we go... There's, there's Mennonites and there's, like, Amish around this area. And, like, I go to the Mennonite grocery store because, like, they buy, like, you know, like, what? 
slightly out of date goods or banged up goods or whatever wouldn't sell. And I go there, and uh, these Mennonite girls that work in the store, like, they were wearing their masks at the beginning of the pandemic, and now they're not wearing their mask anymore because it's the, the attitude that if you get sick, it's because you're not in God's favor. And it's just like, how deeply oh, fucking manipulative is that bullshit? Yeah, I, I, I don't. <sighs> the problem with religion is people actually believe it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. the that's the main thing about like. Okay, you can be as religious as you want to be. I don't care. Like, I, I'm not against religion at all. I think some people need religion to you know cope with life, and that's fine. I, I don't care. I'm not trying to take that away from you. Yeah, but at the same time, mm-hmm. a lot of people are like losing their fucking minds. Like, you can't go against science. Because your religion won't allow you to. You're gonna get people killed. I have, I have, a, I have a side note question. Um, I noticed that, like, um, like in Parrot County, among like, I mean, we're largely white, so like, like a lot of my like white friends and stuff like that, like, they're all making um, this switch back to kind of like where they don't, you know, follow Christianity anymore. They're like kind of get in touch with like pagan roots and paganism witchcraft whatever you want to call it and i wonder if um if there's anything like that that you're seeing happen with the black community at all um kind of i wouldn't call it paganism it's more uh uh how, how can i put this it's more like like ancient african stuff like if you haitian voodoo that type of stuff like that Mm-hmm. No, I mean, it, like yeah. I don't, I don't know anything about it, so I'm not an expert at all. But I, I, I see it like online, like people are like, you know, they're they're burning candles and burning sage and stuff like that. Like they're getting back into, you know, African, you know, religious figures. Yeah, uh, like, like if you ever watch, if you watch that that new Beyonce special, she has a lot of. Of uh, ancient African uh, imagery on there. I forget what it's called. It's called uh, I forget what it's called. But Beyonce has a special on uh, on Disney Plus. Oh, okay. And it's a lot of African imagery on there. And then like some of the black Christians were saying, "Oh, she has Satan, satanic imagery." And no, it's not. It's fucking African. It's ancient African uh, deities that sh- that she has imagery of that and they're calling it the devil because that's what Christians do everything that's not Christian has to be Satan oh yeah 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 we get we get get up in Perry County like anytime like you're doing tarot cards like Mm -hmm. you're summoning the devil it's wrong tell your daughter that Jesus loves her and it's like uh I saw that that's the fuck back for a minute (laughs) yeah I think they thought I saw that shit too I was like ooh yeah yeah fucking gross Right. Yeah. 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 You know, and and ultimately, again, it still isn't any different than you, probably how you should be practicing your Christianity, like with a sense of community and doing things that are ritualistic to set intentions and bring about ideas. And, you know, like that's what any talk together. Yeah. Like any of those. Anything spiritual is about 
you know, fulfilling yourself and trying to make sense out of the chaos and seeing better together. Yeah. And Christianity is just, yeah, everything else is Satan. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, the, the funniest thing about, you know, the Christian faith now is just like, they're trying to rationalize evil deeds now. And I mean, I guess that's how it's always been. But it's just now occurring to me, like with all the evangelicals voting for Trump, it's it's like you have no leg to stand on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah it's like I mean, again, I'm not religious. I'm not a Christian, but you know, I grew up in the church I grew up in, and mm-hmm. I, I've read the entire Bible. I don't remember a lot of it because it's 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 hard to remember all that. I mean, and I was like, it was shortly after my grandmother had died, and she had yeah. gone through this whole like found God thing, and I was like, I want to know what she found, like, cause she mm-hmm. we were really close. But um, you know, the whole the whole point, Jesus would be out there in this Black Lives Matter movement, and he mm-hmm. would have sacrificed himself for it. Yeah, you know, he would have suffered for this, like. This is exactly this is exactly what Jesus is calling you to do, you know. And you're out here killing folks <laughs> over it, you know. That's yeah, it's, a- it's always funny that people believe, like people who are on the right who say they're Christian, they think Jesus is some kind of fucking like he's Hitler, like you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, what what Bible were you reading? Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, I I don't know where they got this depicting Jesus from. I really don't. Like, he's some kind of white, right-wing extremist. Everything y'all do is justified because Jesus said so. There's this, um, so I'll, I'll allow some of my super dorkiness to come out, but so ever since I've been about 12 or 13 I've been a huge fan of um, a band called the Indigo Girls two girls they're huge social and political activists I mean huge Um, they are constantly performing and donating money to um, a lot of indigenous people causes and um, they they will they're constantly giving their money away to organizations and um, they have this song called Jesus was a walking man but multiple times throughout the chorus they say Jesus would have lent a hand Jesus would have let them in you know talking about our immigrants and stuff and it's mm-hmm. just like it, like religion is so fucked because especially Christianity because it's the people that are practicing it yeah. don't understand aren't getting the messages like my friend that I was telling you about you know she like she talks about you know how the Bible is like parables and things like that she's like Jonah was not really swallowed by a whale (laughs) it was like Liv's uh, comment about how like when she said to her teacher if the world would have flooded the humidity would have been so high we wouldn't be able to breathe like you know it's like Apparently these people yeah, don't they take everything they comprehend a fairy tale 
to get mm. the message out of it, but they also can't comprehend reality either. It's mm-hmm. like, so yeah, you're like, oh yeah, it's like, you guys don't have a grasp on fucking shit. Right. Uh, science, not your own damn religion. <laughs> like, right. It's just like, tell me. And they call us sheep. Yeah. And they're just like, what do I do? Yeah. Like, Does not compute. Does right. not compute. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't, I don't know if you've ever talked to any any uh, Jewish people, but like the Torah is basically the first part of the Bible, mm-hmm. so they t- they they understand that the the Bible the the I'm talking about the Old Testament, right? Just like it's not to be taken literal, right? Like it's like. I, I forget. I was listening to Louis Black. Louis Black, comedian, funny, yeah, funny shit. That. And he's he's saying that like I don't know why Christians are are like still reading the Old Testament. Like you don't get it. Like it's not your book. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pay attention right. to those. Pay attention to the New Testament. You you got a kid, and he he did all this good shit. You know what I mean? Just pay right. attention to that. Like you don't, you guys don't get the Old Testament. It's not for y'all. It's yeah, for us, right. and we understand it that it's not to be taken literal. It's just, it's just you know some stories that we told throughout throughout the years to to get a better grasp on how to live. That's that's all it is. It's not to be taken literal one hundred percent. Yeah. All motherfuckers are just just taking this at as well. Like we know. Moses didn't part the Red Sea. It just yeah. makes for a good story. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, two of every animal in a bowl. How the fuck? How the fuck was was Noah gonna do that shit? That don't make yeah. sense. Like, stop taking everything in the Old Testament and the New Testament literal. Right. Yeah. <laughs> just apply the stories. Like you ever read Aesop's fables? It's kind of like that. Yeah. yeah. The, moral, the moral of the story and apply it to your life, not the, the actual, the actual words. Yeah. You take the essence of the story. It's like reading a regular book. Right. Like you don't model your whole, your your whole entire life after Huckleberry Finn. You know what I mean? You just <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, right. Yeah. You take the morals out of Huckleberry Finn and you apply it to how you want to live. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> All right. So we we talk about uh, November. Um. Yeah. So. <sighs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Uh, Have you thought about what happens after November if Joe Biden wins? Let's say Joe Biden wins the election. I've started this dialogue with other leftists. I want to know what happens after that. So say Joe Biden wins. Yay, Donald Trump is out of office. What do we do next? I, I mean, I posted that thing in the group. I don't remember exactly what it said, but basically it was like, you know, get out in your local government and try and, you know, make change and pay attention to what's going on and fight every fucking thing any way we can. Um, we, we've got to get 
control back like we have to remember that like our government is to work for us and we don't just blindly follow it right and just do whatever they say and you know just you know I, I personally have to get rid of that idea in my head that it doesn't really matter what I do mm-hmm. you know when it comes to like voting and being in the polls and you know speaking up more and um, we've just got to get more I, I myself I'm guilty like I I probably miss local freaking little elections all the time um Mm -hmm. i know i know it won't matter especially in my um voting area like (laughs) like there's never a line yeah and that's not because everyone isn't getting out to vote that's because it's such a small township um with a lot of amish a lot of mennonite and a lot of shithead. Yep, a lot of shitheads. <laughs> um, you know, I, I do have faith that things are changing and moving forward. I hate to say this, but like there are days when I'm like, soon all these people will be dead. Yeah. We will be in charge. Yeah. I say that shit all the time. You know, and I'm like, I'm only 42. I should yeah, get to like, be yeah. like the right side of history, and like, I, I really hope I do. Um, mm-hmm. and it's it's gonna be a shit show regardless of who wins. Like, if yeah. these things are like out of control now, the shit's about to go down. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah. All right. I hope everybody got cannon jars for their garden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now I'm gonna ask the even harder question: What do we do if Trump wins? Burn the world down. There you have it. Over. <laughs> yeah. Right. Nobody has that. Like, and we're all left with the same resources. Mm-hmm. We need to help each other. I mean, we're gonna. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know what we do. I mean, yeah, that's a hard question. I, I can't even answer that question truthfully, to be honest. Um, I don't... People say... People who don't want to vote for Biden... Like, I get it. Like, I totally I get, get it. Too, but I've resigned. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't want to either. I don't want to either. The cr- and fascism is the only reason why and the fact that I'm black is the only reason why I'm voting for Joe Biden and to be honest Joe Biden's probably not going to mess up long so I'm really voting for Kamala Harris mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyway okay. yeah that's the, only, that's the only reason anyway but if Donald Trump wins I have no idea like people say it's on, oh it's only four more years I, I don't know oh, that. I don't know that four years of our lives yeah, I, I don't know if it's going to be only four more years. I don't fucking know. I really yeah. Wait, wait. Did you did you watch any of the RNC at all? I did not. Oh, I fucking did. Oh, my God. It's yeah, so me and Liv Me and Liv did. I didn't. I didn't. Oh, my God. Listen. I listen. didn't. <laughs> One earlier when I, I didn't watch any of, any of it because I just, I know what mm-hmm. I'm doing regardless. And yeah, I understand. I understand. Listen to me, though. Remember earlier when I was saying that they, they that the Republicans don't have a platform anymore? It's just a complete support of Donald Trump. That's it. Yes. 
okay, if you would have watched the RNC, Jesus fucking Christ, you would be terrified. Mm. It was just, it looked like fucking Nazi Germany. Like, I, I, like this a thousand flags in the black background. Oh. They didn't it's have. Came no out the regalia, like, yeah, like yeah, like they had some kind of opera singer there because they can't get the rights to any music anymore because all <laughs> every artist right? like, yeah. don't play my music at your fucking rallies. Yeah. Right? I mean, and that like he's campaigning at the White House. First of all, there's a law that says you're not allowed to campaign at any government building. Especially right? at the White House. He's campaigning at the White House. You know what that means? That means he's, he's sending a message that, yo, I live here. This is going to be my house for the rest of my fucking life. That's what, that's what he's saying. That's what he's saying. And that's against the law. He's not allowed to do that. He can go to jail for that. But, again, Democrats aren't doing shit. Like, they can, they can impeach him again. There's no law that says you can't impeach a president again. They can impeach him again. Yeah. They yep. can keep impeaching him. He's broken the law at least once a week every month. Yep. Yep. So, this is the reason why I don't think it's only going to be four more years. Because if you watch the RNC, you, could, you would see that, like, the Republicans are okay with fascism. They're okay with him being a dictator. Yeah. Because that's how they were treating him. Yeah, that's definitely. Like Jesus fucking Christ! Like, Has like watch, watch some highlights or something. Like watch another show that covered the RNC. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you don't have to watch the actual RNC. You don't have to do that. Watch like John Oliver or something, man. And it's Thomas. Yeah, you'll get the gist. <laughs> yeah. You'll get the gist. You'll see what I'm saying. It was fucking terrifying. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. It, just, it just freaks me out, too. Like, uh, people, people, are, people think they gotta... The, the vibe I'm getting from our community and from the folks that live around us is that, like, oh, we gotta pick up our guns and we gotta go to these fucking peaceful protests and we gotta, like, fucking murder folks. And they just... I, it terrifies the fuck out of me that there's all these wannabe fucking paramilitary folks out there and they're gonna escalate all the shit to fucking back and no one can agree that it's fucking murder like when that fucking 17 year old kid did that bullshit who's cleaning up graffiti like I think like this is definitely level like even Perry County folks aren't even able to talk to each other with any kind of modicum of fucking understanding it's like people got the right things they got their facts and their truth and like they're not fucking listening to anything else and I only see escalation I only see this shit get way fucking worse yeah that kid in Kenosha like opened a portal to hell he said look what I did look what you can do too yeah right like literally Trump 2020 yeah you know, like there's not a fucking uh, right-leaning person in fucking Perry County that didn't, like... Well, you know, the kid was cleaning up graffiti. Like, uh, fucking excuse me? He killed two people, shot another? Like, that's fucking murder. And that kid wasn't even... Like, I mean, you could talk it all the way... It doesn't fucking matter to them. It doesn't matter. You can matter clean up graffiti without an assault rifle strap. Yeah, exactly. You need it for protection. From what? Cross state lines. Like, it just... There's no... 
there's it's shit's out. Shit's out. I don't think it goes. It's gonna go back in the bag. Jay, do you know not who uh, Kristen Picciolini is? I do not. So I discovered him on an episode of the Sarah Silverman show. Did you ever watch Sarah Silverman? Yeah. Okay, so Kristen Picciolini was a uh, a young kid involved in like Nazi like skinhead that kind of stuff um he has since left um and i want to say it was like 80s early 90s when he was involved in this um follow on facebook you can check him out he's got a lot of stuff but when he was on the sarah silverman show he talked about um how at that moment the movement was um, that they needed to stop looking like skinheads, stop dressing like skinheads, stop acting like skinheads. They needed to go to college. They needed to become policemen. They needed to become lawyers. They needed to become politicians. This shit with the like, KKK. They, they literally infiltrated themselves into our system mm-hmm. in order to continue the they're in racist regime you know um and that's terrifying it's terrifying and i mean and he says they succeeded they Mm -hmm. did that yep you know um this isn't the first time i'm hearing this by the way and yeah i know all about this go ahead it's it's terrifying yeah yeah and if you if you would have saw the rnc like I posted. I posted the. Uh, <coughs> I posted the show today, uh, the uh, Robert Dean show. Um, and in the intro, I have Kimberly Goyfoyle's speech behind uh, North Korea propaganda music, and it's very fitting. You know what I mean? Because they're just spending. All, she just spent her entire speech just praising the dear leader. Oh my God. And you know, yeah. And at the end, there's a little surprise. So you know, just make sure you listen to the to the end of the the intro there. But uh, yeah. So if you you see the way the RNC was, you you hear what Ange just said. This is this was always going to be the 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 end game. This was always going to be how it was going to end. They was going to elect some fascists. And then fascism was going to be it. Uh-huh. Like this is this is this was always what they wanted. They always wanted this. Yeah, it's been. And maybe, and- maybe Donald Trump isn't the end. Maybe maybe Donald Trump loses, and then they they bring up somebody even worse. Like yeah. Tucker Carlson gonna run now. I, I don't fucking know. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, uh-huh. Yeah. So, yeah uh, right. Yeah. Oh, I can see them vote for Tucker Carlson. Oh, I, yeah. I could definitely see it. They're fucking sure. But, like, yeah, man, this is this is how it was, all, it was always going to end like this. And Well, and it's always, it started like this, you know. Mm-hmm. I I watched a few months ago, I watched Thir- the 13th. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, I, I've watched it a couple times since then because I, I can't even, I, I, I need to watch it a few more times because... I just haven't been able to process everything that's in that um, documentary. And it's just like, you can't tell me that this 
country has not always been a place for white people to enslave other people, mostly mm. black and brown folks, and you know, criminalize them, send, like send them to jail, and then profit on the things we send them to jail for, like this fucking marijuana shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And mm. um, you know, on that. yeah, like our police force was designed to put black people in jail, so then we could in turn have them fucking free labor for us. There are inmates in, like, California, I think, right now, fighting fucking wildfires. Yeah. How the fuck... And paying 10 cents an hour. Yeah. How the fuck do you put somebody in that position, you know? It's like white prosperity is completely built on uh, genocide of, like, indigenous people and people of color and, like, enslavement of, like... And they want everybody else to pull themselves up by their bootstraps, but they pull themselves up with everybody else's bootstraps. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And once again, I'm going to say this for the the second time on this show. Pulling yourself up by your bootstraps is impossible. (laughs) Yeah. You're I've right. said this before, the saying is, you can't do that, that is like pulling yourself up by your bootstrap. That's the actual saying. Right. <laughs> well, let's all take a moment and try to pull ourselves <laughs> up by our fucking yeah, it's impossible. can do it, let me know. <laughs> me- that is a metaphor for doing the impossible, pulling yourself up by your bootstrap. Yeah. It's a literal. Look it up on Google I, right I mean, now. It makes sense. It's a metaphor it's for yourself. doing the impossible. Yeah. It's hilarious that America has made the, doing the impossible one of their slogans. It's, it's yeah. funny as shit, and it's very telling. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Sorry for interrupting. Go ahead. No, you're fine. Yeah. Uh Every time I hear that, I just laugh to myself, like, wow, people are still saying this. <laughs> right? Okay. Alright, um, thanks for coming on, and, uh, thanks I can't believe we're already over an hour. That's, that's crazy. Time flies. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is... This well, thanks is for having me. Yeah, thanks a lot. I've um, been wanting to get you on for a while. You're one of our biggest fans. Well, so. I'm <laughs> Yeah. So. I learned a lot from the podcast, that's for sure. Um, if you have anything else to say, the, the quote you wanted to share. Oh, yeah. So, um, this is something that I've always loved since I was a teenager. Like I said, when I was a kid, we listened to a lot of. Warren G and Snoop Dogg, Lil Easy E. So this, you know. Um, but this is something that I always really liked, and I didn't. I probably up until maybe ten years ago didn't really understand what it meant. But um, it's from the beginning of Do You See by Warren G. And um, it goes, the blues has always been totally American, as American as apple pie, as American as the blues as American as apple pie. The question is why? Why should the blues be at so at home here? Well, America provided the atmosphere. And that shit breaks my fucking heart. You know? Um, 
that says a lot about our country, the state of our country, things that we are built on, and um, I, I, I say that to myself a lot, um, probably a couple times a day sometimes, I just kind of run through that in my head, and um, you know, like, my heart's broken for our country, and the people that live in it, and the people that have no fucking idea how they're contributing to it, you know? So, in the in the negative ways. Um, I see people, people that have nothing, that think they have everything, and they don't wanna share their rights because they're afraid they're gonna be giving something away, when in turn, if we give everybody rights, we'll all have more. You know, and they're so scared of having less that they're that they're depriving themselves of having more. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you know, we've got to do better. Got to do better. We've got to um, stop providing that atmosphere mm-hmm. for people. You know. Yeah, it's yeah, that's. We really have to come together and realize that if we all do good, we all do better. You know what I mean? Exactly. So. Uh, well, thanks again for coming on. Thanks for sharing your your stories with us, your your wisdom. Um. This has been the Band Down Podcast. I am Jay Hezekiah for Olivia Seaman for Angie. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a good one. Thanks.
Let us march on ballot boxes until somehow we will be able to develop that day. And men will have food and material necessities for their bodies, freedom and dignity for their spirit, education and culture for their minds. Let us march on ballot boxes until men and women will no longer walk the streets in search for jobs that do not exist. Let us march on ballot boxes until the empty stomachs of Mississippi, Alabama, and Georgia, Louisiana, and South Carolina to feel. Let us march on ballot boxes. Until the idle industries of Appalachia are revitalized, let us march on battle boxes. Until brotherhood is more than a meaningless word at the end of a prayer, but the first order of business on every legislative agenda, let us march on ballot boxes. <laughs> Anything you see, just like me, he wanted to sing. He had no windows and no doors. He lived a simple life and was extremely poor. On top of all of that, he had no eyesight, but that didn't keep him from seeing the light. He said, Us alike in the USA, and all I did was complain. He said, Living here is paradise. He taught me paradise is in your mind. You know that there's hope, it doesn't cost a thing to smile. Don't have to pay the lie. You better thank God for that. There's hope. It doesn't cost a thing to smile. You don't have to pay the lie. You better thank God for that. There's hope. Every time I turn on the TV, there's hope. Somebody's acting crazy. There's hope. You let it, it'll drive you crazy. There's hope. But I'm taking back my power today. 